0: Dress it up and make it real for me. <laughs> Whatever that means. Dirty soda in the sky, folks. Yeah. Spin a day to get my mind blown huh? Dress it up, you know the NASA. Yeah. 200 miles on the dash. Wow. Got roll a roller pound up a gas Switch Switching lanes in the Grand Rapids. Yeah. We the one that kept it cool without the to Start acting. Yeah like fish
1: This is San Pinto and I'm here with Cambria Haro What's up Cambria?
0: What's up? Yeah,
1: Natalie Bodie could not be here today because I think we left her in Florida, huh?
2: We left her in Florida, we just kind of took her there We just never brought her back We never brought her back so, uh,
1: so it's Cambria and I and we're going to talk about March Madness
0: I'm Loud can't touch me can't touch me No can't touch me. Bad apply the pressure with the VVS. Yeah, yeah. I try to find like it was a ship. Try to find like it was a ship. Yeah. Lift it up and go and the north. Turn up. Flip a cougar like she's hollering. Put your hands in dirty spray legendary. Greatest soldier in the sky. <laughs> Spill the day to get
1: Cambria it's March Madness Are you ready?
0: Yeah it's my favorite time of the year
1: Yeah how do you how do you like that tra- track Future?
2: I do like that track a lot I actually was a Future fan in high school Kind of slowly disintegrated a little bit But I still like Future
1: No I, I love Future The last time I heard this track I was in the desert in Jordan And this Bedouin is riding like a camel And he has a beatbox And he's got Future on him And he's saying March Madness And uh, so I thought today this was our appropriate track
2: why were you in the desert (laughs) of all places i I was
1: watching my daughter play the u17 world Ah, cup in jordan and it takes you to these like obscure places and uh (laughs) so you know i'm gonna make the most of it so you know know, i was partying in the the desert you know right off the coast of iraq and um and there's this Bedouin guy he's playing March Madness and I'm like wow these rappers they've got you know they've got influence totally oh, yeah 100. but we're into March Madness and um are you ready yeah so we're gonna kick it off I mean did you fill out your bracket
2: I did a few days ago actually
1: did, so who so who do you got
2: for my final four final four I, what do you got okay I have my final four I have Duke versus Gonzaga
1: Duke versus Gonzaga
2: In a little rematch and then I have Tennessee versus North Carolina, which is kind of... Tennessee was kind of a push for me. I haven't really been... I kind of hopped on the bandwagon for that one, but I, just, I was like, I'll go with Tennessee. I have a, I have a good feeling about them, so I put them together, and then I have North Carolina beating Tennessee, and then I actually have the Zags beating Duke.
1: Okay, so you got Zags uh, Carolina?
2: Yeah, Zags Carolina, and I have Carolina winning the whole thing.
1: Carolina winning the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well... I've got Carolina winning the old thing, but mm-hmm. I've got an ACC, Final <laughs> Four, East, West, Midwest, South, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got Duke winning the East. I've got Carolina winning the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I've got Florida winning uh, the West. Mm-hmm. And I have Virginia. I believe they're they're in the South. So uh, i got Virginia winning the South. And uh, so I've got an all-ACC Final Four. And I have uh, Virginia. I got Carolina beating Virginia, FSU beating Duke. And so my final is Carolina, FSU, All-ACC, baby.
2: Yeah. What would you think about that? I'm for it. I mean, the ACC is the best conference, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, totally, anyways.
1: totally. You know, I, I thought about an All-Duke-Carolina final, but for the rivalry's sake, we, we don't want that.
2: I don't think anyone can actually take that I think we would, our, our minds would go insane
1: yeah just kidding right yeah. so like so you know the reason why we don't want or I don't want a Duke Carolina final mm-hmm. is because one group of fans will have something over the other group and I really think it would just mess up rivalry and uh, rivalry is about you know two teams being even mm-hmm. two teams having records that are just like one point away you know one game away mm-hmm. Games being won by one point, two points, three points—that's a rivalry. So, if Carolina or Duke were to win a national championship, then and beat the other, I think it would kind of mess up the dynamics of rivalry. So, we don't want that. So, we've got Carolina, FSU. Zion is out at the semifinals. He will go collect his checks.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so you don't think you don't think that? Uh, okay. All right.
1: So so listen so let's get let's kick off the show mm-hmm. and let's uh recap Duke and Carolina um the game and let's talk about and then let's talk about this week's matchups in the East and the Midwest, but let's get started like recapping Duke and Carolina. Camry, what did Duke do well in the rivalry game?
2: Well, Zion's back, so that was just an over overall, overall- Di- huge difference to the entire team. I mean, they brought confidence on the. He brought confidence to the team on the floor. Um, they had 50 points in the paint versus 38, so that was a big, big deal. Um, they weren't shooting well from the three-point line. Neither was Carolina. Um, they were attacking the boards, and I think the one instance that was very important, even though Carolina did did out-rebound Duke, Zion. So you know that Garrison Brooks he fouled out in the game.
1: I I, I do that. I watched the game. You watched the game. I watched the game.
2: So thirty seconds left. Nas is posting up, uh, posting up against Zion. Zion shoots a layup, misses it. Nas doesn't box out. So this game was a big thing when it came to the small technicalities. So that right there was the big difference maker for me. Is that he didn't box out, which gave Duke the lead. So I think that honestly, it was all Zion. I think Zion just made the biggest difference in the entire game.
1: Okay, well, you know, let's let's talk about uh, Carolina. I mean, you're you're a Duke fan. Um, you know, I'm kind of neutral in this. I just kind of take sides wherever wherever they meet. I, you know, I want Zion to get that two hundred million dollar deal. You know, I want Kobe White to be a one and done, but. Let's talk what do you think? You think Carolina is are they good enough to beat Duke? Do you think they have what it takes to beat Duke?
2: Well, yeah, of course. Okay, let me just ask you this. Do you feel better about Carolina losing by just one point when Duke was had Zion healthy and he was playing great than did when then when they beat Duke twice during the regular season?
1: So, from my vantage point, um I'm okay with that one-point loss because as a fan, as a, a fan of rivalry, I think that Carolina is good enough to actually beat Duke. Um, for me, when I look at the stats, I see Kenny with four points, Luke May four for 18 from um, from the field. I see Garrison Brooks with two points, and he fouled out. I'm just saying, look, we lost by one point. Carolina lost by one point, and if Kenny shoots a little bit better, makes one of those open wide open threes um we win the carolina win so my thoughts are if um, i'm roy williams and i put my roy williams hat on and i say hey i have a team that can go all the way and if we meet duke um we we can we can beat them
2: well yeah i mean they've made such a drastic impact uh, improvement since November, and I said earlier on the season I wasn't feeling too confident going into March, just with how they were performing, after, especially after the Louisville game um, when they lost to them by what twenty? Yeah, at least twenty. Um, but other than that, they've shown and shown out and have improved a significant amount, and that's why I have them winning the whole thing because I've I've I saw a team when they were playing Duke, I saw a team that could win. March Madness
1: could win March Madness for sure okay so let's let's just stay with Zion let's talk Mm -hmm. about the Zion hype machine (laughs) and you know I love the hype I love Zion I love his dunks but Cambria, is Zion the truth or is he the hype or is he a combination of both
2: I mean he's legit he's a really good player I mean he might be you know ESPN's always talking about it. It's never like Duke beats Carolina, it's Zion beats Carolina. It's always been kind of like that, but I mean, he's the best player in the nation and we haven't seen something like this in a long time. And when you're being compared to Michael Jordan or LeBron James, I mean, that's a big deal. Not a lot of people not a lot of players get compared to the greats. Correct. So I I I don't think that he I he, while he's talked about a lot, he earned it. He he earned all this hype. Um, he brings confidence to Duke on the floor, and he's now back and better than ever.
1: Well, well you know, I would if I was playing Zion, I wouldn't even guard him. I would yeah. step, I would step yeah. away from him, and I would say, "Okay, beat me with your three. You're not going to beat me off the dribble. Um, and if you do come in the lane, I'm going to make it tough for you." Uh, I think Zion's a good player. I think Zion is the next marketing machine. Mm-hmm. But I do think that he has some weaknesses. He has an Achilles heel, and that's his ability to shoot the, the ball from um, three-point distance or from the field. And I'd allow him just to shoot. I would allow him to shoot, and I would say, hey, we're going to protect the paint. You're not getting in here.
2: But then when you pr- protect the paint from Zion, you kind of open it up for everyone else. You open up. Cam Reddish, you open up R.J. Barrett, who uh, Cam's been very inconsistent this season, that's for sure. But R.J. Barrett, while he is not necessarily a shooter, he is a scorer. So he's someone that you also want to watch out for. But Zion is just one of those guys that can take on whoever. Honestly, he can take on whoever. He can take take on four players at once if he wanted to, and he's shown that in a few games. He's just one of those unreal players that can do so much and... Uh, it's again. You it's something you haven't seen in college basketball in a very long time.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, again, I, I I think that Jimmy Bayheim and his zone um, defense. I think that will be harder for Design to conquer than one v one. I'm going to take you off the dribble because the guy is absolutely incredible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So let's move on to the next topic. Let's talk about uh, Carolina, and uh, you know, let's talk about. Luke May, and,
2: um... I mean, what were your thoughts on his performance against against Duke?
1: Lukey.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, um... When, when I see uh, Luke's box score, uh, you know, I, I think it was 4 for 18 from the field. I believe he had 13 points. 7
2: for 18 from field goal uh, percentage. Field goal, percent, uh, goal it was 7 for 18. 7 for 18, okay. 7 for seven, 7 for 18. Oh, for 3 from the 3-point yeah, line.
1: from the 3-point line, and, um... When I look at it, um, it looks okay. But my, on, but when I saw the eye test, when I looked at the game, it didn't look okay. A lot of times Luke looked like he was on the wrong side of the rim when the ball was coming out. He got 13 rebounds. Yeah. but, But I felt like if he was positioned properly, he probably could have walked away in that game with 25 rebounds. Mm. Because I felt from the eye test, he wasn't where he was supposed to be. Um, from a shooting perspective, I, you know, I thought Luke was okay. I, I didn't think he had a great day. I didn't think bad Luke showed up. I didn't think good Luke showed up. I just didn't think that Luke had a great day. And um, but that's also you know comforting because if you are a Carolina fan, you know that the good Luke guy can can show up, and when he does, and if Kenny shows up alongside of him. Um, Caroline can win that game by 15 points, 10, 15 points. I mean, it's an easy it's an easy add-on. What do you think?
2: See, I also have to – I would actually have to agree with you. I felt like Luke – to me, he was kind of like off to the side to me. I don't know. He never really seemed like someone that was like – when you watched the game, it was like, Luke May. It was Correct. more like he was just kind of there. He did contribute. He had 14 points, but – again like you said he it was just kind of like he was just kind of there and i mean he helped in some instances he had one layup in the in the second half and it was a big deal Kobe white lost his freaking mind um but other than that i just i, I wasn't too impressed by his performance I think that Zion kind of one-upped him when Zion was around him it seemed like there was just there was nothing he could do we already know that Luke's not the best defensive player so it was just it was one of those things where I agree with you it's he just didn't seem like he was there
1: he failed the eye test the eye test he failed it so Cambria let's 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 just kind of move on let's talk about this Cam Reddish guy
2: (laughs) (laughs) this guy who is this man who who is
1: this guy (laughs) like this
2: guy I mean do we like him Well, you don't like him, (laughs) but Cam's just not. He just hasn't been there. He's very inconsistent, and it's very disappointing because he kind of came in. You know, we thought that he was going to be a big deal coming into big deal. But you know what? He's shown potential. He's had some great games, but in the ACC tournament alone, he was seven for twenty-two.
1: Seven for twenty-two. Three
2: games. 3 games. 3 games. So in the Carolina game he got into foul trouble. They had to take him out so he didn't get to play as much. But he had 5 turnovers in that game and 6 only 6 points. I mean, and he averaged 8 points per game. So it's not like he wasn't a no-show, but he didn't play his best and he's just very it just adds on to his inconsistency. And I think a part of that is probably how he's had to adjust to Zion being on the floor. Now that you know Zion's on the floor now. You count more on Zion and RJ Barrett to be the scores. But when Zion was off the floor, you had to rely on Cam Reddish and RJ Barrett to be getting the points because obviously Trey Jones is not a scorer. He's not a shooter. He is not no, a scorer. He is the defense. He is the a defensive player, <laughs> and I think anyone can agree on that one.
1: <laughs> we agree.
2: Yeah, but now with Zion on the floor, he has to take fewer shots. He's going to have fewer touches on um, on the ball, but. Again, Cam Reddish is just—it's concerning going into March Madness, just seeing how he's performed this season.
1: So, do you think um, he's thinking about his agent? You think he's thinking about, you know, one and done guys? You know, George Lynch talked about. He said, you know, guys like Luke May, like Kenny Kenny uh, Kenny Williams, you know, they're going down the stretch thinking about how to survive in advance. Um, Do you think guys like Cam Reddish are thinking about their NBA contract? I mean, do you think that he's Losing sight of what the goal is And maybe his goal is just to get to the NBA What are your thoughts on that?
2: It's kind of tough to say I don't think he's not I think every basketball player that dreams of being in the NBA Is always going to be thinking about Hey, am I going to you know, get drafted this season? If Cam Reddish does get drafted I'm not saying he will be he might, he might be But I think that he should stay a little longer Because he his inconsistency now If you were to take that into the NBA it's just one of those things where I feel like staying at Duke a little bit longer to improve your skills, get become a better shooter, more consistent, may, I think that's going to be very impactful. And I think that he could have a higher draft stock than if he were this season.
1: Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Um, but the question is, Kenny, like, you know, Coach K is just recruiting you know, it's a cattle call of mm-hmm. five stars, right? And he's making promises. He's saying, hey, you come here, you're going to start, and you're going to be in the NBA the next year. He's doing the the, the Calipari. Mm-hmm. So just say Cam Reddish decided to stay. Do you think he can?
2: Yeah, he could. Yeah, I mean, it's his personal choice whether or not he goes to the draft. It's whether you declare for the draft or not. If he gets drafted, great. If he doesn't want to go to the draft and he wants to play again, he could.
1: All right, all right. Well, you know, again, I think we're in agreement with Cam Reddish. I think Cam Reddish needs another year. He needs a year where he's the go-to guy. He needs a year to um, to uh, just be the guy. I think you know with R.J. Barrett and uh, Zion, I think his personality just kind of lends itself to being third man on the totem pole.
2: Kind of speaking to players who've had a very interesting season, interesting. Like, where you don't necessarily know how you should feel about how they've been playing. I mean, let's talk about Kenny Williams. Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny. Williams. <laughs> Do you think that UNC can rely on Kenny or anyone on the floor to make a three-point shot?
1: You know, I, I asked Kenny on senior day. I said, you know, that last game in the Dean Dome, Kenny played lights out. Kenny played lights out against Duke uh, the first game. Um, at the at The first game. But I'm asking myself... Can Kenny do it? I, you know, Kenny lacks consistency. He's a senior. This is survive in advance. If Kenny loses another game, Kenny is done. And I should be looking at you saying, "Kenny's gonna show up," <laughs> but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, and I'm not sure if it's a technical issue with his jump shot. It Kenny may not be. The shooter we thought he was. I mean, he may not be able to consistently shoot the jump, his three-point jump shot, but I do think Kenny will do all the other things. Um, you know, people pointed out that Kenny, you know, he didn't shoot well in the Duke game, but he defended well.
2: Oh, great. absolutely.
1: And uh, And he did all the little things on the defensive side of the ball that kept Carolina in that game. So, if, you know, and maybe Kenny can't do both things. Maybe Kenny can't expend that type of energy on the defensive side and have the composure to collect himself and shoot the three pointers. So do you think we can rely on him? I think we can rely on him. From a defensive effort, I think we can rely on him that he's going to give his all. I believe he's a senior. I don't think he's thinking about the NBA. I think he's just thinking about how he can win a championship. And, um, you know, if you think about Kenny and Luke, I mean, think about those guys. Luke May's freshman year, he went to the final game. Luke May's sophomore year, he went to, he won. Kenny's freshman year. He went to the finals against Villanova. His sophomore year, he won, okay? Uh, last year was a different year, but now they're back, right? So these guys have been going deep into the, into the tournament. So they've got a lot of experience of going deep. Um, the question is, you know, can Kenny show up? What do you think?
2: I would have to agree. He's one of those guys you could definitely rely on when it comes to effort. And defense, and even on offense, he'll always do his best. I think, or try to do his best. To correct myself, but I did notice a few times when he does have the opportunity. If we're going to go back to the, the three-point talk, if he gets the ball and there's no one near him, and he has time to really collect himself and kind of, I notice he takes, he kind of t- takes a moment, and he sets himself up, and he shoots a three, and he makes it. And I've noticed that. He's one of those guys that needs kind of that moment. I feel, I, I wouldn't say he's one of those guys that can do it under the pressure if he were had a guard Correct. on him. But, I mean, he's just been one of those guys like Cam Reddish who's just been, you know, hot and sometimes not. And it's been a, a disappointment, but I don't think he's thinking about that. He's got great character, and I think that that has been shown on the floor. Um, again, I think... He's been a great defensive player, and that's why he's so important in that's, the starting lineup.
1: That's why he's so important. And if the good Kenny comes, I think we got good Luke and bad Luke, and we got good Kenny and bad Kenny, and we don't know who's showing up. <laughs> good Luke <and> bad so, <laughs> so, uh But what's comforting is with okay Luke and bad Kenny, Carolina was in the game by one point of winning that game and could have won that they game at the end. They could have won that game. They could have won that game they if – if,
2: uh, if Zion was re- if Zion wasn't on the floor, Carolina definitely would have won. Even with Zion on the floor, they could have won. Again, it all came down to the little technical technicalities, little things here and there that could have made the difference. But I'm also kind of curious as to your reaction to Kobe White's three pointer at the very end of the game. He had time to drive to the basket to you know either make it or at least draw a foul.
1: So. I'm glad you asked me that question because <laughs> um, you know Kobe's my guy. That's right? your
2: guy. That's why I'm asking.
1: Okay, so he- here's what I saw. I saw a guy who didn't want to go to the paint. For the f- that was the only time this year I felt like he didn't want to go in, and the reason why I think he didn't go in was because Zion was there, and I think Zion was ready for him to come in the paint, and got- Zion was going to block his block his shot, and. Um, and i just wish kobe would have went to the paint took the foul because then we got two two shots right um and that's part about of being a, fe- a freshman right i i think um i think that's part about being a freshman right you know you you make some decisions you don't make the right decision but at that point in the game, Kobe should have done what Kobe does is go to the hoop. And he, he has the ability to get three cause he's big, he's heavy and Zion may not get to the ball. Right. Um, but I think he, I think he just said, Hey, I'm not going there today. I, I that's what I think. So, um, so let's, let's turn it over to Duke. I mean, this is the breakdown Duke Carolina, Hassan versus Cambria. We're just <laughs> talking about, uh, talking about these two, the, these two teams. Um, let me ask you about RJ Barrett. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I like him. I think he's a good player. I think he's slightly selfish. Mm-hmm. Um but is he better with or without Zion? What do you think?
2: You know, RJ Barrett is a great player on its on his own. And we saw that when Zion was out because he had to really step up. He had to really score yep. because you lost one of you lost your best scorer on the team.
0: Right. So
2: he had to step up his game. But He's clearly better with Zion on the floor because they're more of a dynamic duo. He's not required to be the only scorer on the floor, and he can pass it off to Zion, who is the better shooter. I think he's shooting like seventy percent from the field. So when you have two very good shooters, you got Zion and RJ. I mean, I would, I would say that he, while he is a great player on his own, on his own, he's just, be- he's just, he is better with Zion. I think they, I think they feed off each other very well.
1: Okay, you do? hmm Okay, all right. Well, all right. So um, let's talk about winning. Let's talk about, <laughs> right, let's talk about winning this, this tournament. Um, do you
2: think UNC can win the whole thing?
1: I do. Mm. Um, you know, ESPN is making this, like, big hype. Zion, Duke, ratings, all that. And Duke is a uh, number one seed in the East, which I think UNC should have been. No, I and I felt think. like Duke should have been in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. But... With that said, I, I, I felt like my takeaway from the uh, the two UNC games versus Duke is that um, Carolina has the ability to beat them, and not by a little, but by a lot. I mean, if Kenny shows up, if uh, Luke shows up, if uh, some of their players don't get in foul trouble, I think uh, UNC um, definitely can beat Duke. Now, when we talk about the NCAA tournament, the thing that I always loved about Roy's teams is that Roy plays a lot of players all season long. Roy has a system, and Roy's teams get better, better, and better. And now playing games every other day um, all the way through and you know, lose and go home, I think that Roy's team's go down the stretch really really well so and you've got experience you've got Kenny you've got Luke they've been there Luke has hit big shot so do I think UNC can win the tournament absolutely I think UNC is my front runner to win um Cambria tell me about Duke what are your thoughts
2: well first before we get into Duke I saw you went to the the press conference correct? I did did they say anything about Sterling Manley if he was going to return for the tournament because I heard that Leaky's coming back which makes that's that's huge.
1: Well, so they didn't. So we went to the UNC press conference, and the folks that they brought out were uh, Cam Johnson, Luke May, and Kenny Williams. Right. So those are your your senior guys. They're ta- that it's their time to go uh, downhill. Cam Reddish talked. I mean, Cam Johnson talked about Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. To a UNC. Cameron Johnson <laughs> talked about. You know, having a roommate with like Luke May, who um, all he knows is. NCAA finals and um, so Cam Johnson definitely wants to be a part of that they're re- re- really 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 t- Sterling Manley and I think it may be too late for uh, Manley mm-hmm. to really integrate into what they're trying to do mm-hmm. um, uh, but um, again so like and then Leaky Black I- I'm not even sure he's you know I thought I think if he stayed on the court I think he would have matured into a great mm-hmm. player um, but I think next year will be his year. Better year yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, So let's talk about Duke NCAA tournament. What do you think? Can they win it?
2: Of course they can win it. They have Zion. But I think when they lost Zion, it exposed a lot of weaknesses that could catch up with them as the tournament goes on. Uh, First off, they (laughs) are 339th out of 351 D1 basketball teams in three-point shooting. They're terrible from the three point line. So if they were, if they go against a team that's really good at the zone, and Duke doesn't play very well against the zone. No. No, they don't. They don't. So if they were to go against a very good zone and were forced to shoot threes, that could be a game changer. That could be a huge game changer. And Again, with the individual players, I'm not worried about Zion. Zion is Zion. He's going to play well every single game. You can see that in just the fire in his eyes. In the Carolina game, he wasn't shooting too well at the beginning, but all of a sudden, just something snapped and he was on fire. On fire. On fire. That was all him. But, you know, Cam is inconsistent, Trey can't shoot. And he's going to be. Cannot a, shoot. He can't shoot. <laughs> and he's a great defensive player. So I'm not going to disregard the defense because Duke is one of the best defensive teams in the country.
1: Is Trey a one and done?
2: Uh, I, I they if he gets if he's drafted, it's going to be because of the de- defense, and he's going to work on his shooting. He's definitely a one and done. Should he go and play in the NBA? I think he should take another season but that's just my personal opinion I think an extra year would benefit him and Cam Reddish RJ and Zion they, they're they ready they're, they're, ready. they're, they're ready. ready they they're ready. They can go uh, <laughs> and RJ can score as I said earlier RJ can score but he's not a shooter so there's a lot of weaknesses in this team on the, with the individual players but you know with Zion on the floor they all have that confidence that you know what if they can't do anything just pass it off to Zion Zion can do the rest but could that bite them later maybe
1: all right, so we're going to break there, and we're gonna, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, this week's NCAA matchups in the East and the Midwest only because we're talking Duke in Carolina. Uh, UNC takes on, on, on Iona, uh, and Duke plays either North Carolina, Central, or North Dakota State. So we'll come back with that segment in a second. It's almost game time. Don't forget to pick up a six-pack or four-pack of the Blue Blood Rivalry Ale. Go to your local supermarket. If they do not have it, go to your manager and ask for it. The official game day beer. The Blue Blood Rivalry Ale is light, crisp, and refreshing.
2: For the first time ever, I'm going to be taking Haas's job for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, Haas, let's do some bracketology, East and Midwest style. What do you know about the teams Carolina will be playing in the earlier rounds?
1: Well, okay, let's start with Iona Gales. I mean, that's her name. Have you ever heard of them? No. Okay, so... You, you
2: mentioned them, and I, I had no idea. There's a okay. the of schools I don't
1: know about. Okay, so when you're a number one seed, I guess you get these teams that just kind of <laughs> sneak into the tournament. <laughs> mm-hmm. But here's what we do know about the Iona Gales, okay, for the 2018 season um they're 17 at wins and 15 losses. I mean, it's kind of like a bowl team that just kind of like 6 and 5 record. But they're 17 and 15 um and they've got but they've got some scores. They've got a guy named EJ Crawf, Crawford. He's a guard who's a fast nimble guard and he averages 17.9 points a game. So it's going to be interesting to see him go up against the likes of a Kobe White, six foot five uh, guard, and um, an NBA quality. So this EJ guy, he, I mean, this is going to be his chance to, to show NBA scouts that uh, maybe he he can score at a high level. Um, and then from a rebounding perspective, they have Tawan A. G., He's a forward. Um, he gets about eight, nine rebounds a game. I mean, he's their team leader. And, uh, and then the other guard, which is their point guard, is uh, Ricky McGill. He gets five assists a game. And Ricky also gets 2.3 steals a game. And then they've got a big guy. Uh, <laughs> like how big? He's like 6'11". Oh, 6'11". okay. Nitska, Nixa Nikolik. Right, so he's probably European. Um, he gets he face gets face. about a block a game. So, mm-hmm. um, my opinion is that this team is going to be an interesting team. I think <laughs> they're going to, um, you know, have a very brief stay in the tournament. But at the same time, I mean, their scoring is coming from EJ Crawford. That's the two guard that you're going to have to stop, and uh, Kenny's going to have to apply some of that defense on him. And I think it's going to be a great opportunity for uh North Carolina to kind of get into the tournament get out of the tournament work on some things and uh and move forward um so Cambria, let me just kind of like fast forward what do you know about just tell our fans what you know about like North Carolina Central any factoids and North North Dakota State what do you know
2: so North Dakota State the Bison—they have a lot of shooters. They're a very good shooting team. They actually set a record for three pointers made in a season this year. They had—they made 315 threes through 33 games. So wow. Th- so, th- imagine that against Duke, <laughs> uh, the, a team that's not very good at three-point shooting. Correct. Yeah. So, and uh, their player that's currently leading in three-point percentage is Jared Samuelson. He is shooting. 46.4% from the three-point range this season. And they also are a very good free-throw shooting team. And wow. we know that Duke's not a very good So they're going to be
1: chucking up threes.
2: Yeah, they're going to be chucking up threes. That's going to be a – which is, you know, it's going to be big against a very good defensive Duke team. Um, right. We know that they're very good at stopping people from driving into the lane. So that's that's North Dakota State. Now, NC Central is 16-6 when leading with five minutes remaining um, – That's been happening since the 2016-2017 season. So if they can get ahead with, you know, five minutes left against Duke, you know, they're 60-6. and That's that's some pretty good odds right there. Uh, They have made 10 or more threes in a game eight times this season. They've shot over 50% from the floor 13 times. Um, If the Eagles advance, they will face Duke 75 years after the historic secret game on campus that was in 1944. Wow, yeah, a long time ago.
1: I think we should move that game back to Durham. What do you think?
2: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's it. I, I, I'm confident that Duke will win no matter who they play, um, especially in the earlier rounds. but you know what I we discussed kind of their their flaws and I wouldn't be surprised if again that came to bite them later.
1: Okay, so bracketology. What do you got? Like, who do you, who who wins? Who do you think wins?
2: The whole thing?
1: No, just that round. Um, who gets through? North Carolina State or Dakota? They're playing now.
2: Um, I'm gonna have to go with North Dakota State, the better shooting team. Okay,
1: well, I'm gonna go with history. I want to talk about that secret game which North Carolina Central won mm-hmm. um, where it was the first time an all-black team played an all-Caucasian team and it had to be a secret. And I want the history to like actually remake itself. Mm-hmm. I would love to see uh, North Carolina Central get through so that we can shed light on their program uh-huh. and they're right in our backyard. So, mm-hmm. uh, So I'm going to go with North Carolina Central.
2: So assuming Carolina wins on Friday... What do we know about Utah State and Washington, and what would be their challenge against these teams?
1: So um, I think Utah State is going to beat Washington. Washington is out of this tournament. Um, and Roy Williams better work out all the kinks against Iona because the gimme games are over, okay? So let's talk about this Utah State team. They're 28-6, and six, and they're big. They have three guys over six foot ten. They've got guys that can shoot the three pointers, um, and this is no easy out. Carolina is going to have to play. This is going to be a great game for Carolina to figure things out because they're going to go up against a team that's all around is bigger than them, and which is going to cause some matchup problems. It's going to cause matchup problems with Luke. Luke has you know had problems with long bigs on him under the rim. He can't find his shot, so Carolina is going to have to find some other things. Um, again, Carolina's got better athletes. Um, they should win this game, but this is going to be a great game for Carolina to really test themselves so so that they can move onwards and get out of this first round. Um, Cambria, assuming Duke wins on Friday, what do we know about VCU and UCF?
2: So VCU is a tremendous team defensive team. They limit their opponents to 38% from the field. They're 6th in Division 1, just on oh. that statistic. 2nd in three point, defending the 3-point percentage, limiting, limiting their opponents to 27.6%. So, But they're not a good 3-point shoot, shooting team themselves. So it's kind of a similar matchup a little bit. How you got a really great defensive team against another great defensive team, but not very good 3-point sh- shooting game. So that would be an interesting matchup to see. UCF, though has taco fall this man taco the taco right it's taco t- t- it's like tack and then oh taco taco fall this man is seven six wow that's a big guy so imagine him with zion i want to see i would love to watch the ucf game just to see that matchup alone not necessarily team versus team just zion versus taco you want to
1: see Zion dunk on him.
2: That would be very interesting. That would be fun to see. But the, he also averages 2.5 blocks per game. So for a team that relies so much on, on scoring in the paint, talking about Duke, yep. it'll be interesting to see Taco You know, take that challenge on of guarding these guys. So I would love to see that. They're also a great defensive team, so I think it will be a good matchup to see these two these teams. Can play.
1: Can, can any of these teams beat Duke? You think?
2: I think anyone can beat Duke. Okay. It's just it's a matter of figuring out a way to do so. Okay, you got, and you can also look back at their losses or close to losses and kind of get an idea a sense of what their weaknesses are and kind of expose them.
1: All right, so you know we're gonna kind of end this show, and you know. Duke and Carolina have got their work cut out for them this weekend. This is no cakewalk. Um, I do think that Carolina Iona game is going to be a pretty easy game for Carolina, mm-hmm. but I do think that when they get to uh, to the next round, um, it's going against Utah State. It's going to be a real game. I mean, they're twenty eight and six. They're they're gonna beat Washington, and uh, UNC's better be ready to play. Um, it sounds like VCU VCU. Uh, VC, uh, VCU, VCU is a team that's known for upsets, and uh, Duke better be ready to play too. So, mm. uh, so this is going to be great. This is what it's all about. Uh, join us on the road to the Final Four, and we'll be back next week. And we will debate, break down the matchups. We hope all of our blue blood teams are still in it, <laughs> and it's March Madness, baby. Yes,
0: yeah, March Madness. Let's go.
1: And we out. <laughs>
0: we Soul in the styrofoam, spending days to get my mind blown. Huh? Dressed it up in know the on two hundred miles on the dash. Got roll a rollin' pound up a gas. the lanes in the Grand Rapids. We the one that kept it cool, without I just you now to start acting. shootin' them like film in a movie. new. not let them mad. We ballin' like the March Madness. All these cops shooting it. tragic. Don't want to live in lavish. Like a playing for the Mavericks, Ma. I don't want to fool. They might have made me fool. <laughs> even though she average. Dirty muddy in the cook. Uh. Fortified by my good. Like, when young. You in the cook. So take you out for some joys. To- Countish money, no rush. I'm on the one way flushing. flush. Loud pack smelling mustard. Police can't touch me. Touch me. Bogus oh. Police can't touch me. No, police oh. can't touch me. Apply the pressure with the V. I try to find like it was a ship Try to find like it was a ship